as a guide. Y'all can see me now because you don't see with your eye. You perceive with your mind. That's the end. It almost it reminds me like, are you ever on the internet and you have like a video playing, but it sounds like some other shit's going on too, and then you're like, yeah. ah, there's another tab. There's another open. tab. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, no. for like an ad on a page, you're like yeah. reading a newspaper article, you're like, where the hell is that coming from? Yeah, yeah. That's what this sounds like. This sounds like you accidentally have two songs playing, and you're like, what? You're like watching a walkthrough for a fucking yeah. dungeon crawling video game, yeah. but then the song's on too. Fucking POV COD playthrough. <laughs> He's camping. <laughs> It's coming on, 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 it's coming Wow. You heard well, a noise canceling headphones? <laughs> it's kind of like that. But the opposite. Somebody, somebody knocking on the door? The door Hello? Come in. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, hey, how's it going? How's it going? We're just getting started the podcast. What's up? Oh, sorry. It's all good, man. Oh, thank you very much. That's right, folks. The studio was invaded. The studio got flash mobbed. <laughs> By invaders of the third kind. Uh, I came in. I The studio, I was actually... No, it was, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. So we're, we came off Clint Eastwood, the, the you know, gorilla song. and there, We made a, a joke about how many weird things were in the song. And it ended and the door knocked. And for a second, I was like... That, that could have been in the song. <laughs> I know. I was very confused. I was like, that is a very realistic ad lib. Yeah. It's like, damn, they really got the mic right on that door. Wow, dude. They really captured. What mic did they use? Um, no, but I, I had, uh, by the way, live from the studio, I'm Jimmy Seleski. Merrick Glazer. Uh, we're glad to be back. Uh, it's been a, quite the hiatus, but, you know, lots of things have happened, mm-hmm. uh, including my birthday yesterday. Yeah, happy uh, birthday. Which we will get into, but real quick... Um, yeah, like I said, we have a we have a person of age who lives in the uh, actual house on this property, mm-hmm. uh, and she has some form of dementia or whatever, and she continues to lose her key over and over again. Actually, she hasn't been too bad recently, mm-hmm. um, and so I have a key. Uh, the neighbor that rents out the, the garage part here has a key himself. And the other night I get a call when I'm in Gaithersburg at a gig. He's like, hey, Jimmy, are you in the area? And I'm like, nah. He's like, oh, man, I lost my key. But, you know, she's locked out again. I was like, ah, God damn it. And I was like, all right, I have a key in the studio. It's like, I'm just going to, I have a key in the studio. I'm not going to tell you guys yeah, yeah, where yeah. it is. All right. Maybe it's not even in the studio. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. I mean, yeah, he took it. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you where the key used to be. <laughs> Especially since you just watched on camera. <laughs> Depends on what camera was on. it switched yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. Depends on how much editing I do. Yeah. <laughs> just a blur. A big blur. <laughs> but let's say for hypothetically that that didn't happen. Um, so they come in, so there's a little side door and his, his carpet shelves are all blocking the things. I was like, you're gonna have to move the thing. This guy's got like a, like a, uh, col, col, colostomy bag and shit. Like mm-hmm. he can't be doing all this heavy lifting, but the cops and all their 
ever effervescent wisdom just open the door just like trudge through they move my camera over mm. i'm kind of embarrassed because i do just have butt plugs just laying all over the studio <laughs> from matt brown so there's like just piles of ash in yeah, the bongos there's butt plugs it looks very like it's hard to get it there is no there is no vibe in here it's like every vibe <laughs> <laughs> this studio is every vibe. It's yeah. like the rainbow. It's like there's a Santa Claus and a barrel. There's like it just it doesn't add up. There's a green and brown orange aesthetic over there. Yeah, I think Pollard just wasn't with them. Oh yeah, dude. I'm sure they saw that and were like. And uh, my neighbor informed me that they said it smelled good in here. I wonder if that was some type of you know you know euphemism. People or... always talk about British sarcasm, but let's mm-hmm. not let's not underrate cop sarcasm i mean Mm. is there anyone who's just more consistently hilarious than a police officer um but yeah they thought it smelled good in here i'm assuming that means weed i guess but here's the kicker cops i don't even smoke weed like that yeah and we haven't done the podcast for like two or three weeks at this point that's true so like who what would the smell be maybe they thought it really maybe they liked the incense maybe like it smells good incense yeah or maybe they just liked it smelled like an old bar to them because of all the the sig butts and yeah. probably open beers. If it was a adult cop and he said that, and when I say adult cop, I mean older than I. Yeah. You know, I hate I hate cops younger than me, dude. I almost I almost don't respect him. <laughs> Dare I say? Well, it's I hard imagine, for me to respect a cop younger than me. Yeah, it's got to be the same thing. Like when I worked at the movie theater and I was a manager. Whenever someone would ask for a manager, and then I showed up at like mm-hmm. you know. 22 years old like yeah still like scruff on my face can't grow real facial hair but like really think i could yeah and i show up in my suit that smells like trash and popcorn I'm like <laughs> hey how can i help you like they're not <laughs> they're like they're not can't. like relieved <laughs> they're yeah. like no get your manager now. it is it is interesting you can't be the grown-up here like i always i always think about like uh you know i think like when you're like running for president let's say you're donald trump and and you're getting like people like coming at you blah blah blah. i'm like damn that's gotta be stressful as fuck like i don't know if i could deal with that many people hating me all the time and then i thought about it and i was like dude but when you're like 70 something and like the average person that's pissed off at you is like 20 30 years old coming at you it's like i could see kind of the same way like like my dad yesterday at my birthday party he doesn't give a shit if we're annoyed with him he does not (laughs) care because he's older than us I know, but he was he was telling some new stories last night. Dude, I, I, he was my dad was on two last night. <laughs> <laughs> I could not believe my dad last night. I was like, Dad, what are you talking about, dude? He's telling us he got abducted by aliens. I know. Had he never told you that before? No, he was totally making that up. Are you sure? Yes, all I'm this, sure. I mean, all the stuff that he was talking about, like, checks out with other people's experiences. Yeah, I unless know. he's like a big alien guy and looks it up he's himself saying and, he's saying all the things you're supposed to say yeah he knows what you're supposed to say he's no bozo <laughs> but he is a fucking idiot dude. he was still fu- <laughs> are you sure because i could see it he was fucking with us okay, okay. you don't think that he would have told me about getting abducted by aliens at some point and you I think mean, that would have been the time for it to come out maybe not dude he's like jimmy on your maybe 31st you're finally birthday. old enough dude <laughs> You're finally old enough. The government finally told the truth and said they're aliens. That being said, all of his other true stories were true, but the aliens thing, I'm, I'm yeah. gonna have to, I'm gonna have to ask yeah. him about. Looking that. Looking for Bigfoot and finding the <laughs> orbs in the cave. That's real. Yeah, but the aliens not. That's nuts. Yeah, he did say that. He which did say is that shit. A thing, which is a thing. Holy shit. 
I'm starting to believe him now. <laughs> but regardless, <laughs> the point being is like he doesn't care. Like he doesn't think twice about just blatantly interrupting a flow of conversation to start telling <laughs> us a fucking five minute story that yeah, no one yeah. asked for because he's older than us. Yeah, I was I in the middle of like explaining Oppenheimer. Yeah, and he's just like, all right, all right. he was like, all right, I'm gonna wait for you to finish. I already told everyone else to shut up. <laughs> For wrap it up, because I'm about to tell a story again. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like when my brother's friends are over. You think oh, I gave still a funny. fuck about messing with my brother's friends? Like when when we were at the Orioles game, which is another thing we've done in the in mm-hmm. between times since the last podcast, and we met up with my Dom, with Dom's friends. I was like, dude, I'll say whatever I want to these motherfuckers. Oh yeah, I don't give a shit. Am I annoying you? Fucking move. I'm older than yeah, you. Yeah, I'm not even here with you. I don't yeah, care. I was here first. <laughs> I was here first. So, yeah, it's the same with cops. It's like I can kind of see how, like, you know, you get to a certain age. Like, I already am. am I, I'll get in an argument with the cop, and absolutely I'll get in an argument with the cop that's younger than me. Mm-hmm. You know? Because it's like, dude, who the hell are you? You know? But regardless, so they fucked up my stuff. And so I had to spend the beginning of the podcast kind of getting stuff figured out. But Situated. Situated. But uh, yeah, we did celebrate my birthday yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thirty-one. That's a weird age. Thirty-one. It's, yeah. It's. I haven't felt this weird. Okay, twenty-nine is a weird age too. Twenty-nine is a weird age, but at least you're like I'm in my twenties. I think yeah, yeah. It's like uh, you're still hanging on to your twenties. Mm-hmm. Thirty is an obviously momentous, momentous. It uh, is. Age. It's a big one, but also like when I turned thirty, I was like, eh, you know. Same shit. It reminds me, 31 reminds me of 20. Because 20 was this age where it's like, you're no longer a teenager, but you're not old enough to still do anything that teenagers can't do. Like, you're 20. You can't go to bars. You can't, Mm -hmm. like, rent a car. You can't do, like, anything. You can't smoke cigarettes now. You can't smoke weed legally. Like, you can't actually do anything. You're too old to go to, like, house parties like high school parties you're too old to go to high school parties mm-hmm. but you're too young to go to the bars so it's like you literally can't do anything you have to throw like college house parties which mm-hmm. is like i don't know we had a difficult time with it i hated those years dude i mean i didn't i didn't hate that era but i just remember every weekend we were trying to find something to do mm-hmm. it was like this never There's always the hurdle of like okay we can finally do something. How are we going to get out? All for it. Now. Exactly. We, we like exactly. So it's like first you got to find something to do because you can't just go to the bars because none of us were smart enough to just get a fake until the last minute. So we couldn't go to the bars. I mean, you guys were smart enough to get fakes, but then you, know, you lost month. them all at the same Seven Eleven in Ocean City. <laughs> one month before my birthday. <laughs> one month before my twenty first birthday, I was like, "This is it, dude. I'm getting a fake." Because that was it. I remember that summer after I turned twenty, I was like. Like the summer before I turned 21, because my birthday is in August for any math heads out there. So I was like, mm-hmm. dude, we can't, like, Trying all to of our friends enjoy are going to be 21. the first two months of summer. Exactly. All of our friends are now 21. We're kind of younger for our age. Mm-hmm. We're young for our age. That's a stupid thing to say. Yeah. Um, well, so, we just said we have late birthdays, and like, all of our if, peers. If we were born a year or two later, we would have been held back because they do that weird shit mm-hmm. now. We're like, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, no, I just I just remember that age being like uh, it, just insignificant. It just felt like nothing, and that's what thirty one feels like. It doesn't feel like a thing. It's like I'm officially a thirty something. I'm in my thirties now. You know, when you turn thirty, it's like welcome to thirty. 
but 31 is like all right we're really in it you know and it doesn't it doesn't feel i feel nothing i feel <laughs> nothing it just feels like a real age i would say that it feels like a real age when i tell people they're like how old are you i'm like 31 i'm like that is a man's age. Yeah. I am officially a man's age. It's kind of uh, freaky a little bit, but yeah, I haven't thought about it too much. I honestly, normally I'm kind of a diva on my birthday a little bit. Like I, not a diva, but like I definitely make sure everyone knows it's my birthday. Like I like humble brag. That's my birthday. Yeah. I like find a way. It's like, just if, like, you know, sprinkle a little bit here and there in conversation, not really to draw attention but you're making mention of it yeah i never time anyone says it's their birthday people perk up and like oh happy birthday exactly i never pass an opportunity like if i if there's any way in converse kind of like how like a guy who like graduated from harvard will find a way to work the fact that he went to harvard in any conversation sure i will find any way to work my birthday into the conversation completely irrelevant conversations um but i wasn't really doing that yesterday i wasn't really as much of a i didn't care i like forgot as my i think it's because it was a sunday yeah you know and of course you know dan and marissa they uh bullied me into having my outing on sunday i didn't think of it as bullying but uh alex and them were joking that i was bullied into making my birthday celebration on sunday and then marissa didn't even show up and then marissa didn't even show up (laughs) so it's like you know what she said she had uh food poisoning yeah you have food poisoning and then mahedi (laughs) fucking went to my my apartment yeah. Even though I said several times it was gonna be at my parents' house. Yeah. That was that a nice a twist. Though. In the basement. That was a nice twist having it at my parents' house. Mm-hmm. That's like a once in every five year type of twist. You know, you're like, whoa. Because they got a good little outside space, you know? Mm-hmm. Nice little place to hang out. Yes, but all in all, good night. Um, you guys didn't make it out to the bars with us. We went out to the bars. We only went to like a couple places. We were mostly just like drinking shot, like drinking our minis in the alley. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like stashing them in bushes and then coming out and drinking. I was like, "This is this is quite thirty-one-year-old activity. This is quite the birthday." <laughs> <laughs> and now it's just kind of like back to reality. It's always tough when you like have like that because I took the whole weekend off, mm. and I feel like I was on vacation, and now I'm like, this is like my first day back, but it's kind of. So I'm kind of I'm kind of loopy. Plus being hungover, I know you said you were hungover too. Yeah, and I, we didn't even get out to the bars with you guys. I know, I know. But needless to say, lots of stuff has happened. Uh, we talked about the Orioles uh, before. Orioles still killing it. We are still number yeah. one. We went to the one game they lost. <laughs> I know it was absolute fucking bullshit. That's you know. I feel like that. That's very us, though. Oh yeah, totally. I did want to actually play you a video because this this story actually occurred. Um, I think like a week or two ago, where an announcer, Kevin Brown, one of the commentators for the Orioles, was suspended at the time indefinitely um, for literally just stating a stat about the team. Mm. It was something... I'm, I'm going to actually play it. I'm not going to spoil it. But this is, this is what announcer Kevin Brown... He was actually, because there was so much backlash, he was actually let come back on because people were like, are you fucking kidding me? But this, let me play this for you here. Play by play man for the Baltimore Orioles, Kevin Brown. Of course, this is a reaction video because that's all you can ever get. Definitely. I'm like, okay. And here's the video. I uh, hesitated to click play because he looks like this young guy. And I'm like, uh oh, is this, this would be terrible if his career is 
significantly oh, harmed shut here. Up, you just can never get a video about how Yeah, you can never get the, the original video for some reason. Against the Rays, who have dominated the series. It's always a dude like us fucking the reacting. <laughs> dude, you're running out of time on the fucking minute you have. Yeah, this is a YouTube short. There's only 30 seconds left. Color, creed. He says nothing except the facts of what's supported Dude, graphically on the screen. I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't screen this before. Terrible. I saw <laughs> what this guy said, and if this is why he's been suspended, Dude, you're out of your mind. There's less than 10 seconds left. Dude, they're not going to play. play the clip. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? This is fucking YouTube now. It sucks. Here we go. I think Anytime this is it. To see shit. Here, there, here we go. Please, for, for the, the love of... Brandon Hyde has felt like this has been maybe the toughest ballpark to play in but the Orioles have a chance to do something special today they've already clinched at least a split in the series winning two of the first three and they could pick up a series win behind Tyler Wells today it's been a minute the Orioles split a two-gamer with the Rays in June they had lost their last 15 series here at Tropicana Field you have to go back to when our now colleague Brad Brock picked up the win in the series finale June 25th 2017, the last time the Orioles won a series here at St. Pete. Already got three and two of the Trop this year after winning three of 18. The previous three years combined. It is a stark difference, Ben, and it is not a bad Rays team. It's not like all of a sudden the Rays uh, became slouches in the American League East. They've led this division every day, but now two, and the Orioles once again are back alone in first place. What's the matter? Are you waiting for something suspendable? Yeah, I mean, I was like, I was, I, I was waiting for it to turn back around, and it did at the end. Or it was like a stark difference now because we're winning, I guess. I was waiting for him to say something about the Jews or something. I was not expecting him to get suspended for simply stating that we yeah. hadn't won a series since 2017. Yeah, I mean, isn't that? All those guys do is just like look at like this day in baseball or last time Orioles did this or that or da, 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 and you just find the stats and fill the dead air. Here's the other great thing about it. He was saying it to a graphic on screen, which means the entire like Yeah, the production knew this was gonna happen. They put that up. They were like, We're gonna talk about this. Yeah. And then he just said that and then they booted him and then it was like the Orioles were kind of made into like a laughing stock around the league because it was, I think it was Angelos probably that decided to do it. Mm. Um, being a Greek, I totally understand it because I know how like Greeks can be like randomly sensitive about shit for no reason. I think the way he looked at it was like, this makes our franchise, our organization look so bad. But it's like, dude. No, you we, suspending a guy for just yeah. saying some like literal statistics. Yeah, looks bad. Us being bad for the past five years made us look bad. Yeah, if anything, not this one singular fucking thing that this guy said. It was just so silly. I mean, there's probably something else that happened that apparently not. Apparently, it was literally it because what happened was everybody was going after him. Like everybody was like tweeting about it, including me, obviously. Um, and, uh, they just kind of quietly like let him back on and now he's working huh. again, but they, he, he had been out for like two and a half weeks and all the announcers around the league were like making jokes. Like they would say like, uh, the Chicago White Sox announcer said something like, and a tough loss for the White Sox here last night. Hopefully the Baltimore Orioles don't suspend me for oh <laughs> saying God. like, it was like, yeah, like why are we always so bad with shit like that? It's, I, I made the observation that, uh, it appears to me that the Baltimore Orioles PR department is doing everything in their power to keep 
the Orioles the laughing stock of the league, no matter how good we get. They want us, they want, they, with those Connect uniforms, dude. I mean, come on. They were a fucking joke. Uh, the Pride Night tweets were a little excessive. It was a little much. It was like, Jesus Christ, what am I fucking reading? What am I reading? I mean, I feel like everyone, every company, like, does that now. It's not. Dude, but they was like, the, the Orioles Twitter specifically was, I think, egregious. Like, there's, you can be, you can be like, Hey, it's Pride Night, celebrate Pride Night. But they were like, they were really going hard with it. There was some like really cringe stuff, like very obviously, like like it was a, it was it was too much. And and a lot of people were noting it. Even like it was kind of like it was just it was just too much. And I noted that. And then the uniforms, and now suspending this guy. And it's like, dude, we keep on fucking kind of embarrassing ourselves in every facet of of everything. And it's like we're actually good now. Like we're actually good now. I think that if anything, the fact that we hadn't won a series since like 2017 against the Rays and now we're the number one team in the league. That's like a cool stat. Yeah. That's like, wow, look how hard we turn around. It was just kind of embarrassing. But uh yeah, but shouts out to Kevin Brown. Also shouts out to the Chicago White Sox commentators. I've been obviously I stream a lot of uh baseball games now because my gambling thing. I like get on the illegally stream it on Stream East. And uh, so I hear what all the commentators around the league sound like. Dude, the Chicago White Sox announcers, they're like a fucking comedy duo. <laughs> like, it was like listening to like O&A. I was like, holy shit, this is funny. Jesus. Like, they were making like these weird like abstract like bits. They were working like real bits. You know how like most times you watch a sporting game and they make some like corny jokes, like sports related? This guy was like doing like, like fucking like curb your enthusiasm level, like talking about shit that had nothing to do with baseball just like working <laughs> working bits i was like this is amazing dude jeez so it was really impressive but um speaking of we mentioned twitter or shall i say x it's x now yeah i guess it's x now since our last podcast i don't know it's really i haven't updated the twitter app just because i'm like so it still says twitter for you yeah it still says twitter are they going back do you know anything about that going back are they gonna like I I knowing Elon I can't help but think this is a like a, a troll. Um, no, I think like he has a weird fixation with the letter X. Yeah, SpaceX, true. SpaceX, the Tesla X, Model X, the fucking uh, his son's name is like X, whatever the fuck. Yeah, his son has like a robot like, name. He tried to like AR-15. rename PayPal to X back in the day, and then like. Uh, there's a bunch of shit with X. He just loves X for some reason. I don't see how it's going to... Well, the the problem with... Uh, I, I think he picked the worst possible app to do this with because there's so much vernacular that is specific to Twitter. Like, yeah. a Twitter post is called a tweet. Yeah. Or like a retweet. A retweet. Um, And it's like... You know, that's not the same for Instagram. Like, you don't go like, oh, I just insta a picture last night or facebook i'm like yeah i just booked something like yeah i mean i guess the only thing instagram did was like the stories that's yeah, the only but, thing they really coined yeah but a story is kind of a neutral so they had snapchat stories first i guess yeah they did have yes they did and we talked about that they totally did jack snapchat stories but the word story is that's more of a generic term that could be applied for mm-hmm. any app tweet is very specific yeah, to it was like branded twitter. it's like a twitter and you tweet and uh, now, what do you call it? I X'd. I post. I, I think it's just like post. Now. I made an X. <laughs> Oops, I made an X. <laughs> Oopsie. 
<laughs> it's just dumb, dude. Like I, just I think it's dumb too because like X on the internet it has like historically been branded with porn. Mm. So like mm-hmm. now everyone just has like an app that looks like it's a weird like fetish dating website on their phones. Yeah, I I like I like I have to like think twice. So I still haven't gotten used to like the logo on my screen. Like whenever I like think of something I want to tweet or I want to X, I now have to like remind myself. I like scroll past it every time and go back. I still, I just, I think you're on to something. He definitely has like a weird fascination with X. Now I think about it because like you said, SpaceX and the PayPal thing. But I First of all, it's strange that it doesn't seem like people have made as big of a deal about it. It almost feels like there's a joke that I'm not in on here. Because I feel like more people should be trashing it than they are. And there's not a lot of like people like actually saying how stupid this is. And it doesn't oh, seem I like... I see so many people saying it's very really? stupid. Yeah. Hmm. It's like most of my Twitter feed now is people making fun of... Oh, it's X taking out the, the rabbits eating the strawberries? Yeah. Well, no, that's my Instagram. <laughs> okay. My Instagram, if I got my Instagram reels right now, you'd be like, "Who? whose phone is this? Mm. A teenage girl's yeah. phone? A nine-year-old girl <laughs> watching them guinea pig videos? There's dogs and <laughs> rabbits eating food. Yeah, I, I, I feel like it's in that, like when Facebook changed, but the thing is, Facebook, they changed their um, umbrella company to Meta. But they kept Facebook, Facebook, and yeah. they kept Instagram, Instagram. I just, yeah, I mean, they should have done that with X. Yeah, I think like what I've read is like he wants to make X basically like an ecosphere, a la like Google, where they, you know, you have Gmail, you got Google Drive. Oh wow, you got Google, you got YouTube, all that shit. But he wants to make X its own like social media space. And then wow. also have like some sort of like said some weird shit where it was like, I want X to be the biggest trading platform on earth. So I don't know if that's crypto or like oh, making a yeah. new PayPal or Venmo type thing or I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of hard for me. Like, you know, I'm kind of for the most part, I do like Elon Musk. I don't know if I want to send people money from my bank account uh, on an app where if like a post gets more than 100 retweets, they have like a dildo sponsorship as the <laughs> first reply. Yeah, it's kind of seems like I will say I, when, when Elon first bought Twitter, I thought a lot of the moves that were made were pretty solid. Like I, I agreed with bringing back a lot of the people or I, I agree with bringing back everybody personally because I'm an adult and I don't care uh, what tweets exist, what X's exist in my feed. Um, and I I know people hated on the whole subscription thing, but I'm not going to lie. I I think it's a good model to be like, hey, if you subscribe, you can t- you can have more than 140 characters. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, and then sometimes also, I want like, more than that. If you, you know, if you're in their program where you have, you know, your verified shit or whatever, and if you get a bunch of impressions on your posts, you do get like ad share revenue. Yeah. So like people have been getting checks. And I'm seeing like meme accounts get like ten thousand dollar plus checks. And I'm like, damn. Wow. I should have made the, one of those dumb accounts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the ad sharing still is just as bad as it has been. Like the promoted posts are are insane. 
And I, I think the only reason I haven't kind of splurged on the Twitter subscription, because, it, again, it is really tempting. Oh, is, I mean, I think it's kind of stupid because it's like, at least for for my use of Twitter, mm-hmm. which is I don't really post on it a lot. I kind of just look at the top trending shit so I know what's going on in the world. Because yeah. there used to be the little news tab on Facebook where they had like the top stories. And yeah. I would get my news from there. Oh, good. Before that, I would just like go to like bbc (laughs) or like i don't even fucking know like bbc.co.uk and be like all right what's the world news today of course but now searching bbc on x used to have a totally different meaning oh yeah one month ago (laughs) 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 now it's totally totally cool oh yeah totally cool I think it helps. I think uh, me not having the subscription actually helps me for my purposes because I've always said that 90% of winning an internet debate is you want to figure out the absolute shortest way to roast somebody imaginable. Mm -hmm. like Without getting involved, you can't show that you actually care. Yeah, and, and... if you having the 140 character limit kind of forces you to keep your shit brief, Mm -hmm. you know, like edit yourself. Yeah. Like, you know, I'll find myself a lot of times, a lot of times what I'll do if I'm in the, if I'm in a heated, very important, you know, consequential debate, um, which is not as common as I think I make it seem sometimes. But, uh, whenever I do find myself in it, I'll usually just type out everything I'm thinking and then I'll just go and just backspace entire like sentences until I get down to 140. And then I read it. And I'm like, yeah, that's good. That's good. I fear that if I had the 280 character limit, it would be, I would abuse it. I yeah. would certainly abuse it. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm still on the fence about uh, how long this is going to last. Because the other thing is, it's like Elon Musk is that kind of like, unique kind of personality where he really does seem to enjoy the trolling aspect of things um and i would not put it past him to just be doing shit like this like when he like came into the twitter headquarters when he bought him with like a kitchen sink he just has that like corny kind of like like saying like we're getting we're throwing out everything in the kitchen sink like when we're take over this company he has that kind of like nerd humor yeah, it's it's just like not endearing though. Yeah, it's it's it seems very like uh It's autistic, dude. He's autistic. Yeah. You can't uh, Look, if he wasn't obviously autistic, I don't think I'd like him as much. <laughs> like his speech pattern could very well be construed as annoying as fuck. It is annoying as fuck. Like people ask him a question and his pauses. You'll see him in like an interview and somebody will be like so blah 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 and he'll go like um And like I'm not exaggerating right now, like still mm-hmm. going. Then he'll like start talking. It's like, dude, that was way too long of a pause. Like at least start pretending like you're gonna say something. That's to me, that's like autistic shit because you're like you're completely missing out on the social cue of like. Uh... But then the other thing is, is uh, it could just be a fame thing, where I think what happens with a lot of people, I think this might have happened to Kanye, too. I think this happens to any famous person, which is you spend so much of your time surrounded by people who think you're the fucking God, who just like, you know, that like people really do hang on your every word. Like you and I are normal guys. Like if I can't keep my shit, like if I'm talking to somebody at a bar, 
I don't have the level of respect generally from just the public to just like just be able to say anything I want, take as long as I want. Like I got to keep my shit interesting, or you're gonna be like, I'm tired of talking to this guy. Yeah, he just paused for ten seconds <laughs> to like me asking him like what he's doing. Yeah, tomorrow. there's no payoff. <laughs> yeah, there's no payoff. It's like who cares, man? But I think when you're famous. You just kind of like you're so I don't even think they know they're doing it. I just think it like like I've I've said this same thing with um just uh I think this happens a lot to I think uh, uh, attractive people. Mm. I think that when I always said that I there's no better determinant of being a funny adult than being a kind of fat kid. Not fat, but just like not cool, ugly, chubby. Usually chubby kind of works its way into the whole not coolness because so much of being cool when you're in middle school is not being chubby. Yeah. It's amazing how much not being chubby helps when you're a kid. It's like one of the major (laughs) determinants of being cool. (laughs) Are you skinny? Do you look like you play a sport? Perfect. (laughs) But uh, so it forces you to like compensate from a young age to like make people like you. You have to learn how to be funny. Um, I think hot girls, hot guys that are always hot, they never have to do that. People just, you know, girls will let, if you're a hot guy, girls will laugh at your jokes. If you're a hot girl, oh my God. I don't even think, I think it, I honestly think it's worse for girls only because men are shallower than women and are more likely to, like, a hot guy will get a girl's attention and he might be able to, uh, but, but like, unless he has some type of game, He's still going to miss out on a lot, you know, because girls will like they'll see a hot guy and acknowledge that he's hot. But like they'll still be like, yeah, I don't know. He's just kind of like, I don't know. He's like boring. He doesn't have like a personality. Like some girls like the the little freakier ones will still fuck him. But most girls do still have like a threshold. Like I'm not just going to fuck you because you're hot, dude. It helps. And I, you have my attention. I'm ready for you to make me want to fuck you. But you're going to have to do something. You got to bring something else to the table. I've never seen a guy say that like i mean i think it's just less i think in dating yes but as it comes for like general just a guy is way more likely to just not give a shit if this is the most boring person ever it when it comes to like meeting a girl at the bar so i feel like hot girls are even worse with that where like they'll just like i mean you listen to like some girls talk and you're just like oh my god you have never once had to be interesting in your life it's a shame i'm not saying you couldn't be but it is amazing that you have never had to be interesting. You don't even know what that means. You don't even know what being interesting means. Mm-hmm. It's like, explain it to like, they're sitting there like, what do you mean by interesting? Like, you know, you say something and, and people want to listen. They're like, yeah, people do want to listen to what I say because I'm a hot chick. I'm like, oh yeah, well, I guess that's true. Yeah. I guess technically you are interesting uh, because you, you command more respect and attention than, than I do. These are just things I noticed, folks. I don't know. Just theorems. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, sorry. Just speculating. <laughs> just speculating. They're just things I've noticed. Yeah, you're just you're gambling future uh ass and tit yeah. futures. I really went big on that theorem. I don't know how <laughs> it's gonna pay off. I have no idea how it's gonna pay off. But uh yeah, anyway, to wrap that up, yeah, I I, I could see this being one of Elon Musk's like stupid autistic jokes that he's like working in his head like uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna just troll them and he's like He's yeah. already lost so much money by just like tanking a brand. I don't know if like him being like, haha, I was just kidding would even make sense at this point. Well that's the thing. That's the that's the autistic side of it is I he's guess. taken the joke. I mean, so much further than a regular person would. It's like the long pause. Well, He's like pausing that, too long. It's like that meme where the guy's like, you know, being an idiot 
And then someone's like, you're an idiot. And he's like, haha, I was just pretending to be an idiot. Gotcha. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but you're still an idiot, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. That's the thing. It's like, because he's not a regular human being, it's so hard to gauge his motives. But I will say, speaking of um, that phenomenon of, of like famous people and hot people syndrome, I, uh, I went to a comedy show on Friday night um, and I saw Anthony Cumia and um, what's his name? Gavin McInnes and some people. It was like a very small show, obviously, because it's a little more on the, uh, you know, they kind of got it. It kind of gets like, oh, controversial, whatever. Where did and, you uh, go to see this show? Uh, Jimmy Seafood. At Jimmy Seafood? Yeah, <laughs> it was weird. I was thinking it was going to be at McGooby's. Um, but it wasn't. It was at uh, it was at Jimmy's Seafood where I used to play. So that was weird because I also got kind of fired from there. Not really. I got laid off. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, but they had this like big banquet room like right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like they have like so many rooms. They're kind of like high yeah, tops. Yeah, they do a lot of comedy shows there. I didn't realize they did comedy shows there. I was I was very surprised when uh, they said that that was where it's going to be. But I guess it kind of makes sense now because it was a perfect size venue for it. It's probably like a hundred people there, but um, you know, I listen to uh, particularly like Anthony and Gavin's show a lot. I think it's hilarious, um, uh, and because I listen to them that often, it was honestly the first time I think I've ever been genuinely like starstruck. Yes, that's funny. It was very, it was very weird feeling. It kind of reminded me the same feeling I would get. Like when I was in middle school and had a crush on a girl. Obviously, I didn't have a crush on them, <laughs> but that type of like nervousness. We're unpacking and, a lot here. Let's just keep going. Yeah, we'll, let's. We'll, just, we'll think about it later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a while to edit this. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> We're good. When we get to the end of this episode, it's be like four minutes. <laughs> non sequitur sentences. Like these are the only ones I've felt like I could leave it <laughs> um <laughs> no but it was like it not not as much like the you know like the obviously the liking like the like liking of them but like <laughs> more so just the nervousness and like the wanting to like when I talk to them like to not sound like an idiot and like leave a good impression I you know what I mean meet and greet. well that was the thing because it was such a s- kind of smaller thing dude like they, they were just hanging out at the bars with everybody mm. like it was nuts like I I was not expecting them to be that kind of there. It mm-hmm. wasn't even like this green room situation. Like they were literally just like doing at the bar, doing shots, sitting there just like talking and just whatever. And I was like, holy shit. Like Anthony went up. He kind of like was the feature. Gavin closed. Um, Anthony went up and, you know, I'm you, you listen to a lot of open O and a yeah, back in the day. A lot of O&A back um, the and, uh, so he, Anthony's not really a stand-up comic. He just kind of like, you know, he's a radio guy. But he, because he's a radio guy, he can ramble for 45 mm-hmm. minutes and make it entertaining. And so it was good. And then afterwards, I went to go take a piss and I went the wrong way and just wound up going to like the backstage area. And he was just sitting back there like alone, just drinking a Coke. And I like walked back and I was like, hey, good set, brother. And he was like, he was like, thank you. It reminded me exactly the same way. Like he was like, you could tell he was like genuinely happy that someone said good set because i Mm. think that he didn't think he did well and i just i was like i didn't try to say anything else i just kind of like i turn around i was like good set brother and i turn around and just walked away and my mind 
it was like the same thing I do if there was like a hot chick and I was like, <laughs> I want to belabor the moment. I don't want to, I don't want to feel like creepy. I'm just going to say something. And he's probably sitting there worried like, oh my God, how did this guy even get back here? Now he's going to fucking talk my ear off. And I was like, not going to do that. Walked out. Boom. And then I immediately went to the seat and I was like, yeah, I just, I just told Anthony good set. And Dom was like, hell yeah. And oh I was God. like, are we gay? <laughs> <laughs> like it was crazy. Like I, I could not believe that I actually like felt that way ever. Cause I've, I've never, I've never been starstruck before. I also have never been a big, like go to shows and stuff like that guy ever. So mm-hmm. I've never really been to music concerts and stuff. And you know, I, I've, I've been, I saw Bill Burr live uh, years back, but it was in like a giant stadium. So it was like, I didn't come like right next to him. Um, I said like a couple words to Gavin. I talked to the producer guy. It was really cool. But like, yeah, that was just a, it just kind of, I brought that up because we were talking about like the whole famous person thing and how like, I, I'm very critical of myself. I was very hard on myself in that situation to not be a typical like fangirl or whatever mm-hmm. you know i was like i didn't even want to like when i saw them hang at the bar i was like dom was like yo let's fucking go over and like chill with him i was like dude i'm not trying to be like one of those fucking people that's just like like fighting for their attention like everybody's like crowded around them all trying to like be the one that gets their attention it's yeah, like yeah. it just feels so like ugh. it just feels so like uh pathetic it's like this like dude like it's just a fucking dude but you can totally see how it's not just a dude. It's like weird. It's like it's it's strange that like a person can have that kind of larger than life type of thing just based off of your perception of them. Mm-hmm. Like they're no different from you. And to a person who's not familiar with ONA or like the comedy or Gavin McKinnis or anything, they wouldn't think anything of it. They'd just be like, this is just a fucking five foot ten guy here. But when you have the own thing built in your own mind up, all of a sudden that's, and then all of a sudden you can just tell like Anthony is like talking, just like kind of rapping and just like talking shit with people. And like, people are like dying laughing. And in my mind, I'm like, I know he's funny, but is he really that funny? Mm-hmm. Like, is he really killing it that hard? And also like, if he was just a regular dude, would this many people be like paying attention to him like that to yeah, give him the opportunity? Like, that's kind of what I was getting at is like, I think when you, when you're like famous, famous, not like a, famous in a certain circle because they'll have that effect on the people in the circle but when you're famous famous like a joe rogan level dude i can't imagine that guy goes anywhere and doesn't just command the room because everybody's just like oh joe's talking everybody listen or like a kanye or like a jay-z and i think yeah obviously that's gonna affect your how it, it's it's whether it's a conscious thing where you actually start to believe that you are just like the things that you have to say are more important and smarter and better and funnier than anything else or just the natural kind of like social cues that you're no longer receiving the like stimulus kind of like picking up an accent you know you go to a country you stay there long enough you start to kind of pick up an accent a little bit you don't you're not doing it consciously but just the patterns of the way people talk and like how they say things and you just kind of slowly start to absorb that until now it's a part of you. I think that's kind of similar to what happens with famous people where it's like you just slowly start to absorb this new cadence of conversation that is unnatural in real people's lives. Mm -hmm. It's not normal for someone to give that much of a shit about anything you're talking about unless it's like the people that are closest to you and even them will be like, dude, shut the fuck up. You know? You know, so it's like I, I, I found that 
I found that to be intriguing, to say the least. And I also thought I was being a little bit of a fag a little bit because I was like, wow, you got to fucking chill with that starstruckness. You are almost 31, you know? It's just embarrassing. So yeah, I mean, I feel like that's normal. Mm. Just because it's like, it's someone that like you, you know, it's like kind of like that parasocial thing, not in a negative way, but it's like, you feel like you know this person, you feel like you could talk to them, but like in reality, they don't really know who you are, but like, yeah, you know, their job that night is to be like, hey, I'm here, I'm hanging out, I'm being friendly, everyone can say hi, and da da da. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, I would always say about like the OnlyFans things where it's like, uh, you know, like I would, like my the thing I always want to say to dudes who like subscribe to OnlyFans is like, all right, dude, let's say you actually do like you think you like this girl because you're a simp, um, but let's say you actually like, and you actually let's say you actually do think there's a chance. It ain't gonna happen by subscribing to our OnlyFans, dude. There's no quicker ticket to not having a chance with a girl than subscribing to our OnlyFans. Now, I personally wouldn't want to date a girl with an OnlyFans, but let's say you did. Uh, like, I just want to say to them, like, dude, you can't be that guy, you know? So it's like, like you say with the parasocial thing, it's like, it is weird because you listen to them all the time. You know their opinions on stuff. In a way, you're literally sitting there thinking, like, we could be friends. I know we'd be friends. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sitting there being like, I know we'd be friends. Yeah, but I don't want to come on too strong. Yeah, I don't want to come on too strong. That's the thing. It was like a guy crush. It was like, it was like, it was like this feeling of like, that's my boy, mm-hmm. but I can't even dap him up because he doesn't know he's my boy. Yeah. Like you have like a kinship to them, but like, yeah, yeah, they don't, it's not reciprocated. And then because, you feel like you want to, uh, yeah, it's just, there's no other word for it, but pathetic. I was, I, it was <laughs> pathetic. It was pathetic. And I think that I was kind of taking that route where I was like, like. You know, I was like, well, you know, if you want to get to that level, if you want to do something, you can't be acting like they're above you. You just got to kind of act like, hey, you know, whatever, just fucking just chill, be laid back. Don't act like it's a fucking big deal. Like, you know, you'll get a chance to meet them when you deserve to meet them, not when they're being fucking basically paid to fucking hang out in a bar with you or whatever. I said all that to Dom, but in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, I guess it was <laughs> <laughs> I guess it good, good set, though. <laughs> that being said, Dom actually did Ryan Sickler's podcast. About the Pitbulls thing recently. I don't know if he told mm, you about that. No. He Skyped in. Um, nice. And then I was like, dude, you got to bring up to Ryan when Jay Larson did live from the studio and Ryan called in. Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, and we talked about the kerosene heater and he actually remembered it. He was like, oh, hell dude, I totally yeah. remember that. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, dude. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Anything going on with you? Um. Well, in the break... Uh, from the last episode, uh, I went to Columbus and Cincinnati, Ohio. Oh yeah, you were in Ohio. I took the podcast advice, made a little road trip out of it. Nice, because we're we're looking at. So the the whole thing was we already took that time off because we originally had a show in Richmond, but then you know, right before we booked our Airbnb and set that trip in stone, we hit the booker up and. They, you know, they booked us in February and they're like, oh yeah, I'm actually out of town. I can set you up with another venue, but like, you know, da, 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 da. so we're like, fuck it, cancel. We'll do it another time. Also, a lot of our peppers haven't really come in yet. So like, it would have been hard to do a hot set. It's without. also weird that being out of town is like a no-go for an Airbnb. It's like, I was kind of hoping you weren't going to be there. No, um, 
Oh the, no, no, no. Oh, I'm booker, sorry. I'm sorry. The, the booker, booker for the, the show, uh, the show booker. I yeah. was thinking the Airbnb guy I was like, well, I'm not going to be there. I'm like, good, good. Yeah, no, perfect. That's perfect. That's exactly what I had in mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I mean, you could stay at my place, but I mean, like, we can't chill. It's like, oh, that's a shame, dude. But that's fine. It's, yeah, <laughs> really, it's, a shame. it's fine. I'm paying, you know, a couple hundred bucks. A, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you can't be there, great. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, you know, so last minute we we're changing our plans, and we looked up flights, and I was like, oh, okay, I could, you know. Like the night we looked it up, I was like, "Yeah, I could use points to do this, this, that, you know, get us there and back, uh, pretty easy." Mm -hmm. And then we just like forgot about it. And then like two weeks before the trip, we looked up flights again, and I was like, "Fuck this!" Yeah, it would have been like close to like a thousand bucks. Was it Southwest? All in all, uh, I think so. Yeah, they don't fuck around, dude. And it was like, and it's like, dude, come on, a thousand bucks. Like I looked it up, I was like. Let's just get better Airbnbs. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's just now pretend we have a thousand dollar budget, like you're saying. Boom. Be like, okay, let's road trip. It's not going to cost that much money. Eight hour drive. Eight hour to Cincy, nonstop. But we stopped on the way in. We stopped in Columbus, so that was like six hours. So and then stayed there for a night. Um, we stayed in like Short North, which is like their arts district, and it's basically just like one big street with a bunch of different shit on it bars stores coffee shops all that short shit. north in cincy you said mm -hmm. in cincy so we stayed there um you said the plane tickets would have been a thousand combined yeah combined like for round trips so you guys it would have been like 250 one like each way you know and then for boom. two people boom but so, so basically yeah. even just all the airbnbs in total was like 500 bucks for the the four whatever three nights four days or whatever the fuck it was yep um but then i was like all right let's get nicer airbnbs then so we got you know a place in short north that had a parking spot right in the middle of everything went out that night walked around columbus has like a weird fascination with the moscow mules like the bar we went to dinner at um one of their specials was a giant 96 ounce moscow mule and a copper Christ. mug that like it said it served four to six people holy shit but it was 40 bucks i think 40 or 50 bucks where yeah we looked at it and we're like that's okay yeah. if we do that like yeah. we're walking home like we're not going anywhere but then we like did the math and we're like 96 ounces that's a lot of drinks yeah i was gonna say did you guys wind up doing it we didn't end up i was doing gonna say it. that sounds like hangover central dude. but luckily you know we just got dinner there Walked up the street, went to another bar, the special that night, a pitcher of mule for 15 bucks. Weird. Yeah, so we got that one. <laughs> it's always it's always kind of sad when a city like loves a thing that like isn't technically theirs. I say the it's same not thing. it's not theirs and they love it to such an excess. Yeah. It's like at least in Maryland we do the crush thing, but like we invented the crush. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, that's cool. We get a ninety six ounce of a crush and you people are like, what the fuck is that? It's like you can yeah, only dude, you guys are fascinated <laughs> with the Moscow mules and, and the we whole Ukraine too. situation. <laughs> How can you live with yourself? Exactly, dude. Um so Columbus was cool. Um got a nice dinner and a breakfast there. Went over to Cincinnati got uh immediately went to the zoo when we got to cincinnati because they nice. got the big zoo there um Had i that. forgot that's where the harambe thing happened oh shit yeah but we didn't really see anything about it there and like yeah, I, I had like that in the back of my head and we were at the gorilla exhibit and i was like i don't see where a kid could have fallen in here 
Yeah, I guess but they, they probably, probably changed it. They definitely probably changed it, and also they must have changed it. it's definitely not something you'd want to advertise. Like, <laughs> yeah. And this is where we killed a gorilla. But um, they had a thing go viral over the pandemic where like a hippo was born premature, underweight, and like they rarely survive. But then this one hit hippo fiona survived and she became like a big internet celebrity nice and like liz has always wanted to go see fiona so we went to go see fiona and her little brother fritz nice and we hung out there for a while they had a, a walking kangaroo like enclosure dude like, like like you could walk with them dude we we opened the door to the trail and like three inches into the trail there was just a big ass kangaroo on the path with like zookeepers next to it being like, just don't step on it, walk around it, How don't touch fuck it. How do they get away with Dude, that? Dude, there were like, there were 20 kangaroos like in the size of like a soccer field. You'd and think if there's any Just zoo. like a little trail that went through it and we're just like, they're all just looking at us and they're all laying down, like they're not aggressive or anything, but they're but they like, will fuck you they're up. looking around and there's like, they know you're there, like, I don't know what the fuck. You going would, through their heads. Of any zoo, you'd think the Cincinnati Harambe Zoo would be the one that tightened up a little bit on their right. live exhibits. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, no, come they walk with the kangaroos. Let their animals in touching distance. Cheetah petting them. zoo. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck are you guys doing, man? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Was it like, because I know you've been to the Baltimore Zoo, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, was the Cincinnati Zoo like much better, I would imagine? Like, um, it wasn't depressing. So it was... It was half zoo, half botanical garden, so it was, like, beautiful. Because, like, they had, you know, it was, you know, manicured really well, and they had just flowers and beautiful trees everywhere, and, yeah, it was really nice. Wow. And, obviously, they've got some money coming in from their viral hippos. Yeah, well, that's true, too. Big merchandising, you know. It's definitely unfortunate that the Baltimore Zoo literally looks like just they blocked off a section of Baltimore City and just put... I mean that wild that's literally animals. what happened. Yeah, but they didn't like they the didn't zoo like started. They just like you know Druid Hill Park up over there. They literally just like sectioned off a part of it where there were just deer for a while. That was the main attraction at the zoo. Oh great! And then someone donated two swans. So then the zoo was two swans and like twenty deer. <laughs> <laughs> You're like this is still not quite as good as Lock Raven yet. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, dude, that's fun. That's honestly fun. Yeah, but the Cincinnati, Cincinnati was Zoo. cool. Got some good food out there. There was like a guy I saw on like Beat Bobby Flay, who I remember was from Cincinnati. So mm-hmm. we went to one of his restaurants. Are they? What's their big food out there? Is that chili for them? Yeah, so they do that like the Cincinnati chili, where it's and they're kind of like it's south, on spaghetti, right? but it's like. I don't know. It's like cinnamon shit in it. It's gross. Oh, really? Okay, so the Greek spaghetti kind of has cinnamon sticks in it, too, and I love it. Mm. I mean, it's probably very similar. Wow. You're going to have to get a Skyline chili. Yeah. Was Did you like Columbus more or Cincy? Um, I think Cincinnati, just because, like, we stayed there more. Yeah, Columbus we a bunch is cool, of museums. Oh, they had the Red Bull Flugtag while we were oh, there. Oh, did you see that? Yeah. Oh, that must have been sweet. It was sick. It was honestly sick. And I was like, I wish, I think they did it in Baltimore a while ago. And I was like, damn, I wish I went to that. Mm-hmm. That would have been fun. So it was fun. We didn't, we didn't hang out long just because it was hot as fuck that day. And like, 
once you see a couple like people eat shit off the platform into the water, you're like, I get, I yeah, get this. I think this makes. I don't sense. need to see any more of this. This is great. <laughs> but this is very on brand for Red Bull. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I'm glad you followed the uh, the podcast uh, uh, to dos for mm-hmm. the most part because it would have been very off brand if you didn't. Right. It would have been like, what are we fucking talking about? It just wouldn't have made, like, you know, I ran the numbers. The flight alone, like, that we didn't get tickets for paid for the whole trip, pretty much. Boom. And then if we went through with that shit, then we still would have had to all the other expenses on top of it, plus Mm -hmm. rental car, all that shit. Yeah. And the other thing about driving that I don't think I mentioned last time is I think because one of my goals is still I would at some point like to drive across country. Mm -hmm. Um it's just like a, that's a big commitment. But I definitely feel like it actually gives you a much better perspective when you're traveling to actually see like the gradual progression into where you're going. Because I always kind of said the same thing with like the Beltway, even in Baltimore, where it's like you're in Towson and then you're like, I'm going to go to Cadenceville. And then you just hop on 695, drive on like this like highway, and then you pop off on an exit and you're in a new town. Mm-hmm. But like, when you actually like drive down like fucking like Liberty Road and do some shit and you're like you actually see how it like transitions into another place. Yeah. Like you go to West Baltimore, West Baltimore has a much different just feel than East Baltimore does. Yeah. And I've always noted that like my family is much more like eastern side, like out on Dundalk Sparrows Point, because I think that's more of like the Greek Italian thing, you know? Um so it's like I, I like kind of like seeing that transition and like when you drive, like when I drove to Nashville, it's like it's not like you just get on a plane, you pop off in Nashville, and you're like, okay, I'm here. But it's like you got to see the whole thing, like yeah, how it becomes Nashville. And shit, tunnels, fucking all, everything. You really feel I like mean, you actually like, traveled. You know, on 70, when it has like Columbus, Ohio, 380 miles away, like mm-hmm. we literally did that. Mm. <laughs> Which is it's why I'm going to take a ship to Europe next time I go. Ooh. Just to really take the fucking Titanic. Get the Black Plague. Just really get the fucking vibe going. No, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, no, it was it was a good time, and then yeah, we went to the Orioles game uh, a couple weeks back. That was a good time. Oh shit! You know what we we gotta talk about. Mm. This is the other one other big thing I really want to talk about. Uh, the invasive species that has invaded our lands. Mm. The spotted lanternfly. Dude, no, it's crazy. In um. In Ohio, like we stopped at a rest stop, obviously, because we had to take a piss. But like one of the big displays in the rest stop was literally like kill on sight. If you see this murder it, stomp on it, check your wheel well. They like to hide in them and travel across the country. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's fucking nuts. It's dude. like a it's like it's... it had like a fresh license plate with like a kill fucking the spotted lanternfly decal on it. Like like it was one of those like you know Bay Bridge Memorial fucking yeah, tags. Yeah, it's so weird and like counter everything you've ever seen to have like a license to kill from the government, like a public wide ordinance, like America's most wanted. Like if you see these motherfuckers, murk them. It's weird. I can't bring myself to do it. I hate killing things, but it's such a contradictory way to feel because also this. Uh, well, I didn't know about them until Liv told me about them like a couple weeks ago. And I said, I can't remember if I told you this or not, but I said the most cringe thing I think I ever said in my life, like even as it was leaving my mouth, I was like, you <laughs> suck. And uh, she was like, I was like, oh, look, I, I sent a picture of it to her. And I was like, look at this cicada. He's mad late. <laughs> You're mad late, bro. 
because I hadn't heard about him yet. I just thought it was a cicada that like missed the memo two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what an idiot. Um, and then she was like, no, that's a spotted lantern fly. I was like, whatever. And then we we're walking my parking lot. They love my parking lot for some reason. I was walking and I saw one. She's like, Jimmy, kill it. I was like, I'm not going to kill it. And then she was like, but they're an invasive species. And I was like, so are we. Oh, my God. <laughs> Corny as hell. I was like, no, dude, what are you, bro? What are you? Um, but I also, I learned a lot in my endeavors into the spotted lanternfly, my research, my extensive research. Their preferred habitat is the tree of heaven. Mm-hmm. You know where there's a lot of trees of heaven? The studio. Tons of them. Well, know what? They're... Uh what they go after here are saffron trees and they look like trees of heaven but what Uh happens is when they go you know to burrow or whatever the fuck lay eggs suck shit out of the tree they accidentally infect them and the tree of heaven are used to it because that's their normal habitat but saffron trees a lot of them are going to get you know parasites and unfortunately die Wow. So that's why people are like, smash these bitches. And saffron's like the most expensive spice too, isn't it? Um, Is that the same saffron? I might be saying the wrong tree. Okay. I was going to say the saffron. Because yes, re- saffron, yeah, is a spice ingredient. That's a big deal. It's, uh, have you ever seen those trees with they like, they look like red fuzzy pine cones sticking up? Okay, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, maybe it's sumac. I think it's sumac. Sumac, sumac trees. Ooh, and now we're, all we're going to have is the poison sumac, which I am allergic to. Mm. So fuck that. Sumac, okay, I care a little bit less. I never cooked with sumac before. Um, the trees of heaven, of course, are the ones that they grow super fast. And I remember I learned that because I was seeing these trees and I'm like, what the fuck is this, man? Every year at the studio, these trees like fucking like one day I'll come here and then I'll go like a week. I'll come back and it'll be like fucking nine feet tall. Mm. Like, how does this happen? They are also apparently a weed because which is another thing. It's like it makes me really question our, our kind of very subjective definitions of things like what makes something invasive? What makes a plant a weed? Apparently, the trees of heaven, they they like uh emit this like noxious thing into the soil which makes it like very difficult for other things to grow around it other than mm. itself so it's kind of like detrimental to the environment around it but uh yeah it's like i want to kill these bugs um but i also i'm just like really like apparently like the bugs around here like spiders will eat them mm. and like chickens will eat them but apparently like a lot of birds just are not big fans of these bugs yeah because they look weird yeah, it's the red. I yeah. think that naturally... They look like... When I first saw it in real life, I was like, this looks like a fucking Pokemon. Like, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Yeah. It just makes you... It just... Like, I guess... I, I think I think I'm going to commit now to starting to kill them. Mm-hmm. I think I am because... I just... I'm, I feel like I need to get one of those, like, bug salt guns. Yeah. I'm, like, stomping on shit. Oh, yeah, the bug salt guns. Dude, I forgot mm-hmm. about those. Ooh, that would be fun. Yeah. They love my balcony, dude. I think they like something about, like, the epoxy that, like, is painted all over all the cement uh, fixtures in our apartment building because our parking lot is like that and our balcony's like that and the side of our building's like that. Mm-hmm. And they're just fucking all over that bitch. Weird. And I'll just see Dom out there just, like, slapping him with a shoe. <laughs> and I'm just like, what an idiot. But I was walking in the apartment today and they were just everywhere. And they was like, Jimmy, you got to start killing these things. They're getting out of hand. I was like, first of all, 
I'm not sure if that's what's going to make or break <laughs> yeah. the the spotted lanternfly invasion. They're just like sitting there at NASA or whatever, fucking the EPA sitting there like, when will Jimmy Seleski break? <laughs> when will he begin killing? Yeah. <laughs> He's our most valued assassin. Bug assassin. <laughs> the lanternflies, when they catch wind, they're like, oh, no. He got a salt gun. Retreat. <laughs> Retreat. <laughs> you see a big horde of uh, fucking... I, I realized that uh, I told you about my apartment before and how it's like kind of like turned into shit. Mm-hmm. I think because my apartment knows and I'm planning on leaving soon. And so I think I'm literally getting the fucking like plagues. Because I was thinking about it. I was like, what were the biblical plagues? It was like, it was like the... Uh, oh, the, the locusts. The flooding. The... um. The boils yeah, yeah the boils i have all that so like first my air conditioning was flooding i was like oh no and then my sink got clogged and i was trying to fix it and then it, it, the fucking water just started spraying so my whole kitchen was like flooded oh my god and then as a result of that because all this drain water was all over my fucking cabinets and shit the next day i had this fly outbreak oh my god so there was fruit flies all over my part my brother was making these like weird like fruit fly fruit fly traps with like the vinegar and the water with yeah, the yeah. poking things at the top so we had the flooding then we had the flies and then because of the flooding as well our carpet like the the flooring under the carpet starting like the red sea yeah it started <laughs> it started separating from the ground so now there's just like a bunch of bumpy boils in my oh carpet my i was like dude i'm getting the fucking plagues right now dude Holy my apartment shit. is plagued <laughs> god damn it's unreal yeah and now of course they have the lantern flies but i mean also at the same aren't they gonna fucking die in like two months anyway yeah that's I, the hope you know, but, they're I mean, not going to live gonna, in the snow. They're going to, you know, lay their eggs. So I think, like, uh, well, yeah, I figured something out, dude. Yeah, we got to figure this out. We're the only ones who can. <laughs> We're our last. We are Maryland's <laughs> last hope. <laughs> we got to come up with now. Um, yeah, but that's 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 a that's a newfangled type of event that's been happening. I think it's. I think any. T- I think bug. I think invasive species ones are always cool i think that's kind of dope because you'll see them you're like you fucking piece of shit get out of here i'm trying to drive my car and pollute the environment and you're the only thing you're allowed to be like xenophobic about i just i (laughs) love like you said the kill on site order it's so funny it's insane it's like we're all like paid assassins from the government i almost kind of wish it was one of those things and i i I would actually recommend this okay here's my solution it was like recycling you get like 10 cent a fucking lanternfly take out 100 i think this is uh, i i we we promised you a solution and and i think we have one folks listen up when i was a little boy my neighbor mr dave had a shed made of wood we also had a lot of carpenter bees in our neighborhood, and he would pay all the neighborhood kids 25 cents per dead carpenter bee that we would bring to him. So every day, all the all the kids in the neighborhood would like, it was like clocking in at a shift, and we'd go around with like a fucking wiffle bat and some other shit, tennis rackets, and just start whopping these things and oh collecting them into piles and then walking up to his door with a, just a handful of dead carpenter Swollen bees. Swollen from all yeah. the stingers getting in their hands. <laughs> and he would count them out and give us a quarter per one. And dude, that fixed the problem, man. When you got a whole neighborhood of kids just paid assassins, just killing yeah. these things, why doesn't the United States government have a certain type of program where they go, look, we'll give you, fuck it, a nickel? A nickel? What do you think would be a good amount? What would make you start killing 
How much would it take for you to become a born killer? Um, I mean, it, at what age? If you're like eight, you know, eight to 12. Well, we're currently infested. I'm talking about right now. Right now, how much would it take? Um, mm, good question. Probably 50 cents. Yeah, because it's not just the killing. You also have to kind of commit like, to collecting the yeah, bodies. Collect them and shit, yeah. And I guess they wouldn't be able to prove like... Uh, Yes, I don't even know. Just 50 cents isn't body. even worth it. <laughs> but the thing I don't really is, see that many. So it's not like... I wouldn't even go through the trouble of collecting them, collecting the money, because it'd be too much work. And then I'd have to have a bunch of dead bugs sitting around until I get enough to make it worth it. You drive down the DMV, which is a big bag of... I don't know, dude. I think that... You go to a Safeway and they have like a Coinstar machine for fucking bugs. Maybe for, for, you know, rich bigwigs like ourselves, you know, it might not be enticing, but to all the motherfuckers we already have walking around with the cans, collecting the cans and stuff, dude, switch it up. Convert that. They'll do a can for 10 cents. Fucking... And also, it's like, okay, I'm not going to like wake up at six in the morning with like night vision goggles and start Mm. fucking slaying bugs for 50 cents a bug but dude yeah if you're homeless and instead of picking up cigarette butts to like smoke a a cig that way just collect a bunch of bugs and get a real pack kill a bug you can get it two bugs is a lucy <laughs> two bugs is a lucy dude you create a whole new fucking market you go out there you kill two fucking lantern flies now you got a cigarette mm-hmm. you bring them into the fucking local station boom you don't even have to pay people the 50 cents just give them a cigarette now mm-hmm. we're just trading now we're just skipping the middleman Two Lucy's is, a, or one Lucy is fucking two bugs. Something like that. Look, if we already have the kill on site order from the government, why not make it a little interesting, you know? Mm. A little interesting. I'm, I'm joking, but I'm not. Get some bounties out there. There's plenty of public service uh, projects that we have. And if, like, that we pay people money that, for some of this shit, doesn't even make a fucking difference. Some of the time, some of the shit, we're just throwing money down a fucking bottomless pit that's never making the situation better. This would directly make the situation better. This would absolutely 100%, you put money in, you get bugs out, boom. Now it's like we're all fucking like militia, man. That's fucking awesome, dude. And now everybody has a job. You got a fucking unemployment problem? No, you don't. Oh, you don't have a job? You got a bat? You got a fucking racket? You got a fucking piece of paper folded up? You got a job. If you have a, like... I think that I, I'm I like uh, I'm getting angry that this hasn't been done yet. <laughs> Actually, like I'm sitting here like there's no way there's I see no flaws here. I see no flaws. So that's 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 our take. I don't know. Oh my God. I don't see why not. I mean, hey, if you got a good reason why not email me, I'm glad to see it. Uh, but other than that, I mean, I think that's all I had, honestly. Nice. I'm just happy to get kind of back in the mix, yeah, get, get stuff going. The, yeah, dip our toes back into the pod. Bada-bing. I did see um, something pop up on Nextdoor earlier that was crazy. Mm. Um, you know, like, I'm sure you played, like, Little League and all that shit. Like, yep. do you ever play in the field behind the giant, like, down by Party City? Uh, There's, like, a little baseball field back there. I played, like, pickup games, never recreationally. Mm-hmm. I was always played in the Lutherville Rec Council for some reason. I gotcha. Well, so I saw a thing on Nextdoor, something like Schwartz Avenue, like neighbors, uh, be careful in the park. I saw a man with a white t-shirt and salmon shorts masturbating, watching me and my husband (laughs) on our porch, (laughs) like in our house faces the park. 
We Did I say I never played back off. there? Before. <laughs> <laughs> we scared him off, but then he came back and started coming towards us. And my husband had to scare him off again. <laughs> Finally ran away, but be on the lookout for an 18 to 21 year old who masturbates. I, I was 18 to 20. I was, I was literally about to say, be on the lookout for 2011 me <laughs> <laughs> on the prowl <laughs> in the fucking Walker Avenue fucking baseball park. Holy shit. Dude, yeah. Insane <laughs> shit. Wow, that's I just, great. I like you know. I like tapping into my community and just you gotta tap what's going on. It's good to know that there's still good old fashioned crimes like that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like you know you hear about you hear about like that's a crime that it's it's almost. I mean, it's I, not a good crime. I don't want to say heartwarming, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost. It's one of those crimes where it's like, all right, like it was a husband and wife too. You know, it'd be weirder if it was if the woman was alone. It's like yeah. a husband, and also he was like scareable. Yeah, yeah. Like the fact that he was scareable, it's almost like oh, he's just, yeah. he's just a guy. I mean, it's still like it's still scary for the girl, probably. That's probably weird, but I think for a guy, just the thought of a guy masturbating in public is kind of funny. And then you also got to look at this. It also gave the guy in the relationship an opportunity to look like a fucking badass you think he set that up i'm not saying he didn't Mm. i'm saying that like like there was situations where it's the perfect situation because it's like obviously in that circumstance you got to do something and what better situation than to when you do something for the guy to get scared off and you turn around (laughs) like it's the last time somebody jerks off to us babe if anybody jerks off to us it's gonna be me (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, that guy's probably, that guy's probably scored a couple points in his relationship. He should be fucking mm. thanking that guy. He should be fucking thanking me. <laughs> <laughs> so your looper came to the future. Yeah. Beat off in that part. Wow. Um, but yeah, man, that's, that's real nice. That's, that's real nice. I'm going to start trying to bring some funny next door things out. Yeah, that could be a good segment. Yeah. Next door. So I think it's, we, you know, we're at episode 300 and I don't even know. This is the first episode I don't know what episode. I think at three fourteen, will this will be? Maybe, maybe one segment. Mm-hmm. Would that be crazy? Would that, would that be too much planning? <laughs> Who knows? Um, but I yeah, guess that might cut. It might just be Towson talk at that point. Towson talk. Well, yeah, it's we a make big a, umbrella. We make a point of it. Um, but yeah, guys, thanks for tuning in. Glad to be back. Glad to be back. Hot, hot August. Speaking of hot August, shouts out to Bug Glazer. I couldn't make it the other day. I don't think you were able to make mm-hmm. it either, but um, I hope all went well with the festival, and I hope to be able to make it at some point. Other than that, uh, you got any plugs? Anything coming up? Um, no, just follow me on social media, at Eric Glazer on everything. And yeah, at Jimmy Seleski, at SophomoreMD, you already at LFTS snow. Podcast on everything. Yeah. Um, guys, shit. week, week this week because uh, I'm taking a little midweek OC, kind of like double double header day, you know. Um, but uh, I will be at Perennial, just like every Tuesday. I'll be there this Tuesday, August 22nd, from 5 to 8.30, Perennial in Towson. And I will be, upon return from the beach, I will be at Brews and Barrels in Gaithersburg on Saturday, August 26th, from 7 to 10. And Sunday... August 27th, I will be at the horse you came in on in Fells Point. That's the first time I played at the horse, I think, since June. It's actually been quite some time. I think it's the longest I've ever gone without playing at the horse uh, since COVID. 
Um, so making my triumphant return to the horse Sunday, August 27th, 5 to 9. This also marks pretty much the last time I'm playing a Sunday for a while because I don't play Sundays during football season. So uh, if Sundays are your day to do stuff and you want to see your boy, make it count. Other than that, yeah, Eric already said, at Jimmy Celeste, at Software MD, at Eric Glazer, and of course, at LFTS Podcast, across the board, we're back, we're better, we're almost 31, all of us. Yeah, combined. And uh, until next week, folks. Peace. Peace.